Welcome to an all-new episode of House Arrest. Last week when Leslie High Five departed, I lost a deputy, but I gained a friend. Who will join us next? Let's meet our next inmate. Isaiah Freelander, Esquire. Mr. Freelander is the personal attorney of Tate Magnum and recently discovered to be laundering money from the Greenhouse Award. You should be ashamed of yourself. You took the award from my great-grandma Millie. Ah, I do say, my dear. I'm just a simple Southern law and will be appealing the court's decision. If you keep that up, I'll be filing civil charges against you as well. Try me, bitch. I better plug in my taser for this week's episode of House Arrest. You're doing time with Bell and Dubs. Live from the Vespucci Beach Prison House in Bell. I swear, if we don't get proper credit this week, I'll walk away. I can't seem to catch any interest from Catfish. He's got cold hard cash. And that makes him Mr. Right? Come on, Bell. Snap out of your material world. This guy is nothing but a lie. No way. He's the one coming after me. Fine. That's all right with me. Whatever. We need to move on to the Vespucci Beach Prison House announcements. Listen up, all you rude roommates. Time to mind your P's and Q's. Mistress of Exceptional Etiquette, Calliope Carousel, will be here at the house providing lessons on best behavioral practices. I've watched her show. She's so snooty. I don't find her snooty as much as a woman with tremendous poise. Didn't you recently say you wanted to be classier for Mr. Guy Not Real Man? Uh, Yeah? What of it? Good form, Belle. Calliope will be here classing up the joint all of next week. Hopefully you don't blow it with catfish before then. World-class manners will be needed for the house tea party later tonight. Time to put on my reading glasses because I'm going to be spilling that tea. Why? Why am I doomed to do this? All the best gossip from around the house. Did I do something terrible in a past life? Spill the tea. That's the key. I guess if you want to bring a little savoir-faire to Belle's whispering campaign, uh talk to her or something. Discretion is the game of Devonair as he started stealing food all over Los Santos. I hope he doesn't steal my biscuits. Or worse, my oatmeal. No one is going to steal your oatmeal. That bit is as old as time itself. But Devon is definitely stealing practically everything else. Wait, Devonair? I think I know that guy. He slid into my DMs. Unsurprising. He's been everywhere, after all. So was he asking about Mr. Faco, or was he trying to get into your food drawers? He was being creepy. I told him about catfish, and he kept asking me about my melons. So melons is the line? Nothing wrong with someone showing you eggplant, but melons is a problem? Of course, Stubbs. I don't mind a little veg, but my fruit is my fruit. A little corny, Belle, but good for you. Protect your food or Devonair will make mincemeat out of it. Animals are getting squashed and skinned at a high rate still, and Beat the Furriers want you to join their protest. I want to join the furries. Then do it. But I think you have more in common with the furriers than the protesters. What do you mean, Dubs? I rock fur all the time. Yeah, I know. I believe as recently as a few weeks ago on this show, even. I wouldn't be surprised if these protesters showed up at our door. But why? I love fur. You love to wear fur. These protesters believe fur is murder. Oh, yeah? Well, nice hat. I'm not wearing a hat, Belle. If you'd like to join the march, they're meeting at 6 p.m. this Saturday at the Portola Drive Ponsonby's. Bring red paint. Last but not least, Belle, do you remember Tate Magnum? Mm, Tate, Tate, hmm, is he the one that choked on some chicken? Close. Apparently he asphyxiated to death as he was swallowing spotted dick. 
Did Jimmy and Steve write these announcements? That almost happened to me once. I am told that Tina Softer will not be getting the Greenhouse Award after all. It is alleged that she punched another stripper Olympian in the chest and broke her silicone breast implant. Talk about breast and show. Maybe this will finally be my turn. I've been practicing. I'm not even sure what you mean, but no, you're not the new winner. Why? Why? Uh, because the winner is... Karma Harrison. Karma made a name for herself in San Andreas politics, taking on the party party's wild ways. She'll be running for president as the first legitimate female candidate in history. Third parties don't count. Teacher was a complicated man. He kept me well employed as an attorney. His deaths came as a surprise to no one. Was he shot by a t-shirt gun? That wasn't him, it was some nun. I bet it was the cocaine mound. Not true, the drugs were never found. I think the gay mob had him whacked. That massive wedgie's not a fact. I heard he drowned in laundry pods. That rumor came from mouthy broads. Magnum. What's his name? Magnum. Say it again. Magnum. (laughs) Snap out of it, inmate. What the H? What was that for? You've been staring off into space and drooling for 45 seconds. That's not good TV. Yeah, well, I don't drool. Dubs. Just get on with it, Zizel. But there's no news sounder. You don't say. You're the news. Fine, I'll do the news. What's up your butt? Never mind, I don't want to know. We don't have much news, so here goes. The Westminster Dog Show has a controversial winner this year. A hyperactive Brussels Griffon named Giselle Genevieve. What the hell kind of name is that for a dog? This has got to be a cover-up of some kind. What are you talking about? It's French. Yeah, but what sort of owner gives their dog the name of a wannabe supermodel? Someone who's got something to hide, that's who. The owner of this dog probably owes a lot of money to powerful people or something like that. You watch. All it takes is an eye-fine search to uncover the truth. Oh, bless your little heart. Believing all those silly lies. What are you on about, Loon? Never mind. You stick to your lamestream media and believe the lies. Bell, the news, please. Well, the dog is not the most attractive dog to win in the competition's history. Usually those are the types that make it to the experimentation labs, if you know what I'm saying. But when they're finished doing their thing and they're uh, retired, I gotta say, they aren't bad. Yeah, I've tried it. When Spice right, you can make an excellent perro chorizo. No. I didn't need to know that. I... I really can't believe we are talking about eating dog. This is just ridiculous. What's next? Cat? Raccoon? Horse? That's exactly what's next. Could you please stop giving us your personal opinion and announce this week's prize pack? Uh, I think you taste him too hard. He's he's foaming at the mouth. Well, someone needs to do the keyword. Um, I guess I'll do it. Hi, I'm Dubs. Yes, well, keywords are hard. For your chance to win a year's supply of edible equestrian arrangements from the Horse Meat Council, bleat the word equestrian at Bell and Dobbs. That's equestrian, E-Q-U-E-S-T-R-I-A-N. That's the spirit, Bell. Stay tuned. Coming up is a very special segment. We'll be joined by Blamey Boogalugu for a fancy tea party. Hey, Mom. 
I'm hungry. Give me a piece of cow. <laughs> Hay is for horses, and horse is for dinner. Oh boy, this dinner is off to the races. Behold the horse. Noble, graceful, delicious. Once considered a delicacy, still enjoyed by many cultures around the world. This versatile meat can be prepared in a myriad of ways to delight every palate. You'll eat it. Yeah, I'll watch you eat it. Grill it with delicate herbs and compound butter, paired with a Marlowe Vineyard Cabernet. Braise it in a hearty winter stew, or make it into meatballs, served alongside potato puree and a dollop of lingonberry jam. From our stables to your tables. Horse meat. At least it's not human. Sponsored by the Horsemeat Council of America. Everyone on set. Lamy Boozgaloo. That angry woman is on her way. Eventually. We're really eating horse now? No, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> Dissing the sponsor? That's a taser in. Inmates, you know the drill. I hate this job. Hey, you guys, take off those orange jumpsuits and go put on your fancy pants. Wait, so we're getting new jumpsuits? Look, I didn't want to be the one to complain, but these ones are starting to smell like rancid meat. I would be inclined to agree, as I hold a PhD at rancid meat. Maybe I can try taking some classes in meat expertise. No. Is Lamey's Boozaloo here yet? Uh, she's in the bathroom. For three hours. I have to pee. How about you do your job and just get her? You owe me. She's mean. I'll show her mean. On Jilly in five, four, three, two, one. And you're back in house arrest. Lamey, welcome to... I'm only doing this to rebuild my image. Ha <laughs> ha, yes. Well, tantrums are hard. Welcome to tonight's physical challenge, where the remaining inmates will pair off to each create a dessert fit for an afternoon tea. Let's bring in Lamey Boozaloo, infamous chef, who you may remember from her episode of Restaurant Disasters. Lamey, if you'd like to... First of all, don't ever mention restaurant disasters or Chef Gordo Sheepsy. Second, I expect that you are all well-versed in the French language. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wow, Belle. I'm impressed. No, I mean, I didn't know you spoke French. Huh? French? I was just saying I need to go pee soon. <laughs> <clears throat> what you people need to realize is that you contestants are not world-renowned chefs ordained by God herself. Amen, sister. Quiet. You will speak when I allow you to. Hey, I'm the disciplined daddy around here. <laughs> Tonight, the inmates will be trying to set up an elegant tea party dessert, even though nothing you make will be as good as my creations. Isaiah, you will need to create a tower of delicate profiteroles. Uh, uh, I'm but a simple small-town southern lawyer, but I shall do my best to create some cream puffs for you, little lady. I didn't say cream puffs, you simpleton. I said profiteroles. Bell and Dubs, your task is to construct an elegant Millie Millie Vanilli? Yes! Millie, Millie, Millie. No, Bell. 
It's layers of pastry with custard in between. Oh, a sandwich. Precisely. No, it's not at all like that. Okay, it is, but you're still wrong. Elvis, I need you to concoct a creme brulee fit for a queen. Creme brulee? That's just a fancy word for pudding. The sugar shell on top is there to blind you to the truth. Open your eyes, sheeple. But yeah, I can make one, no problem. Blind? I can make that happen for you. I have very coarsely ground sugar to put in your eyes now. Last but not least, Professor Ticino, please bake a delightful tart tatin. Beef tartare, you say? My specialty. No, no Beef. It's a dessert with caramelized apples in a flaky crust. And apple pie? That's not my style. Where's the meat? Dessert. We are making desserts. Uh, I, I could put sugar on a steak, I guess. Tart tatin, you nincompoop. This is ridiculous, Jilly. Get these inmates in line. Uh, let me check something. The ratings are higher than ever, Jilly. Yeah, my producers say everything's fine. You stay in line, Lamey. I think we're ready to get started, right? This is only a half-hour show. Right. Everyone to their stations. Everything you should need is there. And go! <laughs> Bell and Dubs, the key to a good is the cream. Generally, an almond cream. Nuts and cream? I need this inside of me right now. All right, Belle. Let's get this fancy sweet sandwich underway. It is not a sandwich. You guys seriously need to get it together before I flatten you like several layers of a flaky, buttery pastry. Now, Isaiah, you dunce, have you been able to pipe out your pastries? Ma'am, as you know, I am from a small town in the south. These new-fangled kitchen gadgets dumbfound me. Pick up the pace. At this rate, you'll never be able to drizzle them with warm ganache. Professor Tuccino, your tart tatin? Have you even begun peeling your apples yet? I will not be making your apple farts. Where's the meat? <laughs> you think you can just come in here and disrespect the tart tatin like this? You. I hope the caramel melts the flesh off your bones while you're watching yourself being turned into a living skeleton. Listen, lame-o. You're really starting to encroach on my territory. These are my inmates. You dig? This will be your last warning. You just don't understand. I need this to go right. Elvis, if you call this creme brulee a custard, I swear on all that is holy. You clearly haven't done any research on me, lady. One of the initiations into Xenom Nom is to make a perfect creme brulee. I was just getting my torch for the topping. Finally, someone around here who has some idea of... Wait. Is that a box of instant tapioca pudding? Of course. It's my signature. The tapioca pearls represent the secrets the government is hiding from us about aliens. You little weenie. 
You pansy! Keep cooking! I don't have to. It's instant. Like how fast they seem to be able to get tapioca pudding ads to your phone just because I said tapioca pudding. Ooh, an ad for Pudding of the Month Club. Jilly, tase him. Tase him straight to hell. No one tells me who to tase, especially not you. I think it's about time to end this experiment and declare a winner. No, I need these desserts. Now. I don't think you need the sugar. Guards, get her out of here. No, you don't understand. Gordo Sheepsy is coming back for a restaurant disaster sequel tonight and I need these desserts. Oops, did I say that out loud? So, you tricked me to get my inmates to do your work for you? Yeah, pooped him. Get her out of here. Why are the lights dimming? This reminds me of the time we got stuck on the fart train. Even dimmer than these lights, Bill. That's it. This game is over. I declare Elvis the winner because he seems to know what he's doing. I guess. Where's the meat? Nope. No meat. There is no prize. Deal with that. Oh. Now, you've hurt my feelings. No one said anything nice about my profiteroles. Oh, that... Just don't say anything. Oh, come on, But you did, Dubs. You did. Now we can move into the section of the show where our audience gets to decide who gets parole and who stays in house arrest. Oh, the parole board. I... I can't wait to hear who's first. Very good, Dubs. First on the line, we have Frenchie McFrenchington. Leon, Paris, wherever you're calling from, Frenchie, zing in. Ha ha ha. I was just sitting here at my villa on the coast of Spain. Why do they call you Frenchie if you're in Spain? You think I can't take this accent anywhere in the world? Like I was saying, I'm eating a delicious horse sandwich. See? I told you it was pronounced sandwich. I mean... This guy is definitely... On our side. No, mon frère. I would like to vote for the conspiracy theorist with the delectable-looking food. Ha, ha, ha. Why, I never. Come on, Frenchie. Snap it. Thanks for the vote, mon frère. Keep fighting the good fight against the Eiffel Tower Space Laser Project. Great. Old Francie Pants gives one vote for Elvis Loon. Up next is someone who says they are blessed with catitude, Lady Purrington. Lady Purrington. She sounds well-groomed. Let's hear it, lady. Zing in. Well, I just think this is the most delightful television program. You are all absolutely perfect. (laughs) Well, isn't this adorable? You can only vote for one person, lady. Who's it going to be? Well, aren't you rude, Mr. Dubs? I was just getting to that right meow. I would like to cast my vote for that handsome... Elvis. Meow. Hmm. Meow, damn it. Great. Thanks. I hope you're donating your litter box scoopings to NASA, Miss Purrington. It's well known that cat droppings are actually used as high-powered starship fuel. That was unfortunate for Bell and Dubs. But up next is a caller who swears they are fur real. Catfish Jackson IV. Ah! Catfish Jackson the fourth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Okay. Go ahead, catfish. Zing in. Uh, <laughs> is, like, Belle there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Put Belle on the phone, asswipe. Hey, sweetie. I hope you're waiting for me. Hey, baby. You want to see my thingy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. No, 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 no. This can't be happening. No, Jimmy and Steve aren't really here. I guess maybe your hearing is going. This is Catfish Jackson the Fourth. You know, my boyfriend. <laughs> hey, baby, how's it going? Yeah, Dillhole. We don't know who those uh, Jimmy and Steve guys are. <laughs> they sound pretty cool, though. Um, <laughs> he's talking about us, Steve. Shut up, fart knocker. So, wait. These two are getting to vote. <laughs> Yeah. If, like, Belle shows us her thingies, we'll, like, vote for her or something. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> she had put her butt on the phone. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it! Yeah, do it. Okay, one sec. Sit down, Belle. Ah! No! She was gonna show us! Yeah, cut it up, asswipe. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't realized you've been talking with Jimmy and Steve. Would you two cast your vote so we can move on? Well, we were gonna vote for Belle, buttknocker. Hmm. Uh, I, I guess we can vote for that guy who talks about, like, uh, the government all the time. I guess. Yeah, he sounds like that old dude at the school we burned down. <laughs> Mick Dicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another vote for Elvis Loon. Now calling in with some sort of apology, Gumtooth Eddie. Eddie, whatever it is, zing in. Normally I'm a pretty solid guy. I feel like I've been soft as a tomato of late. I really can't apologize enough. No worries, Eddie. I wish I could give you 57 varieties of hugs. You're high class. Fancy. Like a packet of ketchup. Math! Math! Fancy! Like your fancy tea party? I hate that damn song! Damn dog show with them damn fancy turning nerdy dogs! I hate that damn song! I'm gonna vote for Elvis. Now give me some math! An absolute thrashing by Loon. I think I'll celebrate this one. <laughs> Feels good. Elvis Loon, you have earned parole. Got any last words for us? The whole concept of your world is a prison. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Zinanam out. I can't. I can't. <laughs> but you did, Dubs. You did. Again. And since you can't follow my rules, I'm putting you all into double jail. Prepare for your trial, sucker. Sounds like you need the humble representative of a southern gentleman lawyer. Where's the meat? This week, we all learned a valuable lesson about manners. Who has them? None of these inmates. Lamey Boogaloo showed up to redeem herself from her restaurant disaster, but just made a complete ass of herself on television. And finally, a plot twist that no one expected. It turns out Belle is getting catfished by a couple of people impersonating someone famous. They will surely have to be punished. We will see you next week on House Arrest. Don't forget to follow us on Bleeder and Snapmatic at Bell and Dubs or call 661-214-3038 to zing in. Holy fucking Christ. <laughs>